Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Sarah Harrelson with us. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Fantastic. Well. Thank you very much for joining us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. So, tell all our Crazy Women fans, who is Sarah? So, um, I'm coming from Nashville today, and I've been here for about seven years now. I'm originally from Knoxville, East Tennessee, uh, definitely, definitely not far from home. And I definitely kind of grew up in a musical background. Uh, my granddad was probably my biggest influence. He was a bluegrass musician, uh, which there's tons of bluegrass in East Tennessee. Uh, so I, I grew up surrounded by all sorts of different music, um, uh, learned uh, music at a young age, like piano, guitar, uh, and, and singing just came naturally, and I started songwriting at a young age, too. And then uh, when I was about to graduate high, graduate high school, I knew I wanted to keep pursuing music, and uh, I visited Belmont and Nashville and knew I just wanted to go to college there and keep pursuing music. So, um, yeah, so I moved here seven years ago, and uh, I, I just love Nashville and it's home to me now and um, besides my own songwriting and uh, artistry I've been able to learn about the business side and work on the business side of the industry too. Perfect. Perfect. Sounds amazing. So what's your favorite your favorite thing about being in Nashville? Uh, obviously the music since it's music city but I love how uh, even since I moved here it's not just country music even though country music is mainly what I do you can go in any part of town and hear um, maybe soul or R&B or rock so there's just so many different types of musicians here and um, pretty much everyone you meet here does music so it feels like just a community of people that are doing um, the same thing. Sounds amazing. (laughs) <laughs> it sounds amazing I have to say um, so yeah I, I was going to say I had to ask Donna beforehand where Knoxville was because your bio says Knoxville I'm like is that Tennessee? I can't remember <laughs> yes yes East Tennessee so definitely a lot of Appalachian and, and bluegrass, bluegrass music out there perfect perfect and it seems you started right at the age of 10 it must have been I did. Yeah. I I started writing at a young age and uh, I'll go back and some of the stuff I wrote from back then. And obviously some of it's, you know, not that great. And um, but when I look back at it, too, a lot of it was um, just a, a gateway for me to get my emotions and feelings out as a child. I was a really quiet kid growing up and uh, my parents had separated and I have siblings that are much older than me. So um, 
I I was pretty shy growing up and music was just kind of a source that I felt like I could, uh, you know, get out my feelings and kind of tell the world how I felt. So songwriting came very natural to me at a young age. I think that's how a lot of people start writing in general, whether it's uh, poetry or songs or, or anything. I think that's usually the first outlet is to get those emotions out and just to get it down on paper because sometimes finding those words can be difficult. Yes, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. And... Um, Another interesting fact here. In 2000, early 2019, you released West of Me, but you self-produced that yourself. That, that was a stupid thing, you self-produced it yourself. You know, I, know I, mean. I did, yes. <laughs> I, I worked on it with another producer, but um, yes, that was my first project where I released something that I produced or, or you know, helped co-produced. And uh, that was a collaborative album with my friend, uh, Christine Bauer. And we just basically took songs we wrote together that we wanted to put out into the world. And um, she is from Nebraska. So when she came in to Nashville, I had her record uh, vocals on my rig. And we just I just produced uh, the tracks with another producer. And the period about six months. So it was a very short time to work on the album. But uh, producing was something... Uh, I started learning about at my time in Belmont, and I just I just fell in love with it. So it was definitely something I wanted, uh, you know, to try out and you know have a release with my name on it as a producer. Wow, that's really amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. being able to do everything is you know a real talent. So it helps you, and uh, you know it helps you producing music you want to produce rather than uh, what somebody else thinks so yeah that's quite cool thank you yeah it definitely was a way to help me kind of figure out my sound and figure out what I want in production and music and definitely as an artist now you have to I feel like you have to wear so many hats nowadays so um it's it's definitely good to figure out what other areas you love about music yeah Perfect. You make a great point, um, especially now in this day and age, because a lot of the artists are songwriters. So I remember going back years where you had Reba and all them in the 80s and the 90s, where a lot of them were picking out songs. I mean, you still, you always had singer-songwriters, mind you, but you know, there were a lot of the bigger acts that were just like, okay, yeah, we'll just, that's a great song, I want to do it, you know? I mean, so. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's still artists out there, country artists where, you know, they don't write, they just get out all of their songs as outside cuts. But for the most part, nowadays, if you're getting signed as an artist, uh, you pretty much have to be a songwriter too. And you have your names on all the songs you're releasing. Hmm. So it makes it even harder. You definitely have, you know, a stronger talent in everything. It's not just about the singing, it's about everything else that you can bring to the table as well. So it's going to be quite difficult. So yeah, cool. Perfect. So are we ready for some fun questions? Yes, I love it. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So I thought we were going to ask for influences first. I lost the track there. Lost my gist, you know. I lose my way every minute. So yeah, this is our, our um, fun part. We've got quick fire questions. It's just for people to get to know you as a person. And yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So are you ready for this? Yes. I'm nervous but excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's easy. Um, early bird or night owl? Night owl. 
What sitcom family would you be a member of? Oh, that's a toughie. Probably Seinfeld. I feel like, you know, there's so many weird random occurrences in that show, and I feel like that's my life sometimes. So, (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite season? Summer. What's the weirdest thing a fan has ever done for you? Um, oh gosh, I have to think about that one because I've had some like weird occurrences before. Um, I don't know. I had one fan, uh, make like a video montage of my songs with like all these random photos of me and some of the photos I was like, where did you find that? Like they must've looked at my personal Facebook or something. Cause I'm like, where did they find pictures of me? So, um, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, well, that's really sweet that you know you're you know appreciating my music and a, and a fan, but you know almost on the creepy side. You're bored on stalker shit. Yeah. <laughs> where was your IP address again? Let's make sure we know where you are, Doc. Those people as Um, boots or heels? Uh boots. Favorite drink? Whiskey ginger. Mm. Ah, um, favorite holiday? Christmas. What's your favorite animal? Uh, definitely a dog. Yes. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> <laughs> if you could add someone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Um, I'd probably add Johnny Cash. Uh, one, because I wouldn't add another president, probably. And uh, I feel like, you know, everyone loves Johnny Cash and, uh, you know, how authentic he is. And so, yeah, I, I definitely pick him. That would be cool, yes. <laughs> and what was the first concert you went to? Uh, it's actually really strange. The first concert I went to was Neil Sadaka. And uh, I was literally the youngest person in that concert because my mom took me to it and I, I was really young and I was like I don't even know who this guy is and, and I was really little but I still remember that concert and being mesmerized because it was like one of those artists where you know he's like an oldies artist and I'm too young to know his music but wow I like these songs so <laughs> it's definitely a, a weird first concert. <laughs> That's cool. That was the weird ones are always the best. Yeah, that's something I can relate to. The first concert without my parents was actually uh, Leslie Gore and a couple other oldies, uh, like Gary Young and or yeah, and then Union yes. Gap. And I'm like, oh my god, it's like so funny because I, 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 most people don't even think of when you say oldies. Someone goes, "What is that? The '80s?" I'm like, <laughs> I know, I know. I feel like people my age always say pop concerts like and sing Britney Spears. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't me. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So, tell us, who are some of your sheroes? Uh, definitely, uh, I look up to Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks. Um, I love, have always loved, like, her voice, her sound, and just the melodies uh, she has in her music. So, that's something I always um, kind of take as an influence. Uh, I also love Jewel. Uh, she kind of adds, you know, a little bit of folk to her country, which I kind of like to do too. 
uh, in my music. Um, and I also love uh, Alanis Morissette and, uh, you know, she always, you know, those strange songs, like how did she even write this? But uh, that's something I, I definitely look up as an influence because, you know, I kind of want to aim to do the same thing in my music. Um, and then, of course, Johnny Cash, like I mentioned him earlier because he was so authentic with his lyrics and his music and telling it like it is. And that's definitely something I aim to do in my own music. Wonderful. Um, what was the best thing before sliced bread? <laughs> before sliced bread. Um, I have to think, I guess was this ice cream is that like before sliced bread? That's why I like this question. You never know what answer. People just like <laughs> <laughs> or coffee. I'm always drinking coffee. <laughs> I'll get all the coffee. <laughs> uh, if you could talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you want to talk about? Uh, I feel like I keep throwing Johnny Cash in there, but he is always my answer for that question, and. Um, I just would want to talk to him about, you know, his authenticity with his music because a lot of people weren't doing that or were too scared to do that at the time that he was doing it. So uh, I would just kind of like to, you know, ask him about that and see like if he was ever afraid to tell it like it, that is because, you know, sometimes he would sing songs, uh, you know, at the White House or other events that was... It, Kind of too risque at the time, but he did it anyway. So I would like to know more about that. It's an awesome choice. He is definitely an awesome choice. Um, if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? Um, so that's kind of an easy question for me because I have worked on the business side of the industry. I've worked in um, music licensing and royalties. Um, and those are... Uh, the royalty is definitely more on the math side of it. Um, so not what I thought I would have done on the business side. I thought I would have done like uh, marketing or, you know, something cool like A&R. But um, of course, those jobs are harder to get. But what I loved about my experience working with royalties is I learned more about, okay, so this is what an artist should get paid and uh or this is what an artist is not getting paid. And uh, just also looking at artist label contracts and figuring out, you know, is this a good deal I'm signing? And I think that information has helped me so much with my own artistry. I think in general that you make a great point on that. Because, I mean, there are a lot of people that don't understand most of the, the, how the industry works and a lot of the facets there. So, Right. I think there's definitely a lot... Uh, more resources for independent artists now than before, but it's so easy to, you know, just kind of sign something that you don't really know what you're signing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so if you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Uh, I would definitely be Belle from Beauty and the Beast. She has always been my favorite. I love Belle. I love that film. <laughs> She's one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> yeah, best soundtrack. Oh, yes. Definitely. Okay. I think we could all agree on that. Uh, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, strawberry cheesecake. What's your favorite snack? Uh, 
Probably, probably popcorn. Sweet or salty? <laughs> oh, that really depends on my mood, but probably, probably salty <laughs> more often than not. So, hy <laughs> so hypothetically, if I need to hide a body or a friend needed to hide a body, do you know a good place? Um, I feel like I don't anymore because, you know, you watch all these shows and everything's on camera now. So <laughs> maybe, maybe back in the day, but I feel like everything's being recorded. <laughs> oh, what would be a good theme? Yeah, Tigger came back. Tigger's like, hey, I'm here to help. Okay, thanks, Tigger. <laughs> Um, what would be a good theme song for your life or in this current moment of your life? Um, hmm. I feel, I feel like, uh, I'm in a happy, good spirit place in my life. So probably like, a uh, Bon Jovi song, <laughs> <laughs> like live it on a prayer or something. <laughs> yes. Perfect. That's a great song. It is. All Bon Jovi songs are great. Um, so tell me, what song should I listen to before I die? Um, well, if you haven't checked out my music, you can check that out first. But <laughs> <laughs> we should listen um, to it first. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm trying to think of anything like recent, but I don't know what you've heard of or or haven't heard. But uh, Definitely just listen to a whole journey album before you die. <laughs> just re-listen. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I love Journey, I must admit. But uh, yeah. Okay. So the most important question ever. Who is your favorite CWC host? Oh gosh. I don't like that question. Um, <laughs> I think I think the connection's getting weak here. <laughs> I have to help out. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna dodge answer. it it's <laughs> <laughs> a great answer I love that one. <laughs> see Tigger even came full screen to see if you're gonna say her <laughs> <laughs> yes of course of course it's Tinker. <laughs> that's my that's my final answer you sure you don't want to find a friend or something you know? <laughs> <laughs> who do I pick who do I pick <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. So um, tell us, what does 2021 hold for you? What have you got plans? Uh, so this year I've just been writing um, a ton more. I feel like I've had so much more time to do that. I've been recording new music so people can look forward to hearing even new mu music for, from me this year. Um, I played a few shows recently. Luckily, some things are you know, opening back up, so hopefully more gigs in the future. But uh, even since uh, last year when things shut down, I kind of um, started producing more again and uh, been doing vocal gigs and uh, been hired to write songs for people. And that was just something new that I found like, oh, the times work for this right now. Like people are wanting musicians to track uh, music for them remotely. And so that's something I've been doing a ton more of uh, lately, too. And I think I'll continue doing that in the future. Perfect. So Sounds do you good. think you'll be doing production work for others or just for yourself? Um, I'd like to do both. Usually with my own music, um, you know, I, I put out that 
album that I co-produce, but for the most part with my own music, I usually like to have uh, a separate producer, a separate pair of ears on my own music because they can kind of hear something, you know, I haven't thought of. And uh, usually that works for my own music and myself, but I definitely want to keep, you know, producing music for other people uh, while doing my own music. Cool. That'd be amazing. Perfect. You'll be wearing many hats. Yes. <laughs> I think she's doing that now. <laughs> All the hats. Yes, yes. Um, as I said, you, you mentioned about writing songs for other people. So do you just do that for other artists or is it just for members of the public or is it just, a, you know? I do both. So, um, Usually, you know, going into a write, um, sometimes I kind of know, like, well, I usually work the best with this person if I write something for them or if we write something for me. But other times it's just a free for all, you know, whatever we come up with, we'll see, you know, what feels right. So some music I have, uh, it feels right uh, to, to pitch to another artist. Some music feels right for me. And then some feels right uh, for the artist I'm writing with. Um, so I definitely enjoy, uh, besides writing for my myself, writing for other people too. And, you know, hearing a different uh, voice sing a song I wrote. Perfect. Sounds amazing. Wow. She's a force to contend with. She can do everything. <laughs> <laughs> I try to. <laughs> <laughs> a one woman band it's amazing it's so good to hear you know someone who's really exploring the whole music industry and being able to you know do everything it's just quite cool perfect i love that thank so, you so yeah so thank you it, so <laughs> no it's okay i was just gonna say thank you so much for joining us today it's been a pleasure having you on and uh definitely for those who aren't so familiar with the industry learning more about how it works and uh you know because like I said before, like a lot of people don't understand all the logistics that go into the industry different than most normal business industries. You know, each I think has their own areas of right. uh, differences, but yeah. Right. And as technology keeps on growing, I feel like there's always so much more to learn. So it's um, always good for artists to, you know, branch out and learn different areas of the industry and just, and just grow. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so make sure you check out all of Sarah's um, socials and her music. Obviously, it's everywhere. And, uh, yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so thank you so much for joining us today. It's been, it's been fun. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been so much fun, and especially the appearance from Tinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our special guest host. Yeah, yes. Great. Yes. <laughs> she's decided to go back to sleep now. Say good night. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. <laughs>